nice impression. It's a patch. Thanks. Welcome to the patch. Of course. This week brought to you by Loot Crate, the greatest lootest product out there. We'll talk more nice about pitch. them later. Yeah, <laughs> that's not their official tagline. I'm sold. <laughs> I discovered moments ago that fake yawns work on Gus. So if you got a fake yawn in you, you want to try and see if you can just make him. A fake, on, fake yawns work on everybody. Mm-hmm. There, look great. See it. Um, oh, spin Nothing? the thing. No. Okay. No. No. I'm, I'm a professional. The lights. The, the lights are on. The All camera's right, going. The camera's before, going. Before the cameras were going, yeah. you, I was talking about how Nailed sleepy you. I was, yeah. and you were uh, fake yawning, and it was fighting to uh, prevent to, to keep from Choke yawning during the first shot of Why the podcast. Why are yawns contagious? Uh, it's, it's a, you know, survival instinct because, you know, no, I got nothing. I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. I don't get it. When, well, when someone wouldn't. yawns, it changes the air pressure for everyone else. And then that person has to yawn to equalize pressure. And then it's just like a cascading See, effect. tribe dynamics, you want everybody to sleep at the same time. So one yawn would infect the others. Wouldn't you want someone to stay up and keep watch, though? No. See, commonly held misconception. If everyone's asleep, the predators just don't notice you. <laughs> Welcome to Science by the Patch. <laughs> yeah, we should, uh, we, should, we, should, we should start a bad science podcast, but we already have our Monday podcast, which I think fits the bill Covered. pretty closely. So, uh, yeah, you guys did some good work on that podcast. Well, you know, people... people... I, I sometimes sit over at my desk and go... <laughs> people want to know the most entertaining answer, not necessarily the most correct answer. Right. right. And that's what we're here for. That's, that's, the, that's, that's what we serve. That's the, it's, it's a, it's a, people take it for granted. You know it's what else we serve? Job. Video games. Video games. We hey. talked about video games. Um, I think big news, of course, this week. Probably the biggest news is uh, The Order 1886 coming out this Friday. Uh, I'm excited. Well, unless you're on YouTube, in which case it came out already. Bit of a bit of a controversy <laughs> there. So someone got early access and then uploaded a full play through of the game in 16 parts to YouTube. Is that correct? I think it's something like 16. Yeah. And, but it, uh, it, was a, it was a whole bunch of parts. I think 16 sounds right. Yeah, and then it got taken down and uh, people... Were, but not uh, before people counted the time. Yeah, but I mean, I, obviously, I didn't watch the footage. I don't know, mm. you know, what what this is. But I think about a lot of games and how quickly you can finish them if you're just like focusing on story, and then how long they can take. Like Skyrim, for example, I think I beat Skyrim in five hours. Yeah, really? Like, yeah, I just I stuck to the story and then just like did nothing else. I didn't even know that could be done. The speed run. It's yeah. so Gus, distracting. Gus, it's, it's Gus started is my really, level speed run. Really how, do you, how do you walk past all the needy people of Skyrim? I, like, hey, hey, hero, I have something really important I need. Like, nah. I don't, I don't. It's, a, it's a wheel of cheese. <laughs> uh, but I, it's I'm, a really rare wheel of cheese. I'm going to look up Skyrim speed run. Perfectly aged in uh, a sheep cave. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I believe that the this playthrough of the Order was, it was not quite a speed run, but it was essentials only mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. know, yeah. you know so, so the, the skyrim speed run by the way is 40 minutes 40 minutes i saw a 40 wow. minute speed run on there so well done. it's doable my five hour time was not nearly as impressive i mean as don't I you have to I'm like sure climb you can a get mountain. it down there just play it a couple more times you <laughs> got to go to the top of the mountain you got to learn to yodel and then there's that you'd whole... be surprised how much of that game is actually optional <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it's, it's very quick if you just stick to the story all right so, so I mean, I so yeah, I don't see the footage. I don't know, you know, what the what the full story is there. I'm still, regardless, I'm still excited for it. Yeah, the um, the total of the videos that they put up was something like five and a half hours, which made people a lot of people concerned. But it was completely essentials only. I imagine it's you know at least closer to like seven or eight minimum mm-hmm. if you're going to actually do stuff. I don't actually mind that. Is this going to sound really yeah, weird, I, but I'm still working through such a backlog of games that I'm like, oh, I came that I'm going to be able to get through in like a day or two. I'm gonna a be quickie. Able to, yeah. it's, it's total quickie. I think <laughs> how I roll. a long time ago in an early Rooster Teeth podcast, we were talking about um, 
I, one of the Call of Duty games, it might have been Modern Warfare 2. And at the time, people were complaining about the brevity of that game because I think that was like six hours. Yeah, I think and the I, new one was like seven hours, wasn't and I, it? Yeah, at the time, I said, it's pretty that's, quick. Yeah. that's fine by me. You know, if you can deliver a good, fun experience in that time. Well, and that's still two, three movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, three Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> or two Lord of the Rings movies, three regular or, movies. Or one book. It's been turned into three movies. Uh, 200 pages of gold. It's it's, it's (laughs) impossible to measure the quality of a piece of software or the the quality of a game just based solely on this one arbitrary metric. Yeah, one of my my favorite games was Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Mm -hmm. I think. And uh, it... I think you could beat it in like seven hours-ish if Mm -hmm. you were playing quickly, which I never did because I'm terrible at it, but... (laughs) Yeah, you so could. Wasn't that game all about reversing time, though? Yeah. So if you just never use the time mechanic, then you could beat it in seven hours? Possibly. <laughs> um, but, um, but there was also a lot of hidden stuff to collect, and, you know, of course, I have to get all of that stuff. Uh-huh. Save the world. So um, I feel like leading up to this launch of the Order 1886, I haven't seen as much marketing as I thought I would mm-hmm. for it. Is it because there's really not many other PS4 exclusive big title game or big budget games coming out. Like They're just like, hey, you're going to buy it. (laughs) It is is true that it's not competing with a lot right now. Evolve came out. Evolve came out, but that's I'd argue that they're pretty different demographics. Um, And Evolve is also not an exclusive, whereas this is PlayStation exclusive. So, you know, it's going to have that sort of um, market share by default. Mm Mm-hmm. There aren't a, there aren't a lot of games coming out, you know, for the next couple of weeks too. I mean, it's starting to ramp up again. I, this was actually like the first year in a while that I feel like we've had like that proper lull mm-hmm. in January. It's been really nice. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> I feel like I'm finally getting to catch up a little bit, and then only to fall behind again. We did have there were some other exclusives though. What came out? Um, Majora's Mask came out. Oh right, on that again, million 3ds. New 3DS. I got the new 3DS XL. What did col- you? What color did you get? Got red. Hey, does someone want to grab it out of my bag so I can show it off? Because I love <laughs> it a lot. Can you show the thing that didn't come with it, too? Like the charging, the cable, charging cable or Why an easy it? way to put a memory card in it? It is true. Uh, so um, <laughs> it, it comes with a 4 gigabyte card by default, but I was transferring over from my other 3DS. And uh, I had a I had a 32 gigabyte card in that just because I don't like deleting things. Why not? Things. And uh, so I went to, to Best Buy, got a 32 gig card. Yes, yes, yes. Here comes yes, yes, frequent yes. patch contributor Meg Turner. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Meg. We're on camera at all. <laughs> it's so pretty. I'm going to polish, gonna polish, yeah. gonna polish this up a little bit. Oh, got to shine it first. So it's, you know what? It's actually a lot prettier in person than it was in the advertising. It's pretty. Can I, can I hold it? I, I want to see what this deal Careful is. Careful, okay. his yeah. skin burns. O- yeah. Only metal, not okay. plastic. But there, there are. <laughs> I'm like Magneto. Thank God, <laughs> I'm in prison, and I'm, uh, I'm helpless. All right, yeah. so ZLZR. So yeah, the extra shoulder buttons this haven't gotten in the way yet. Okay. I haven't played a game that actually uses them, but they haven't gotten in the way. One thing that's weird about it, I mean, aside from the memory card thing, which I'll get back to in a second, there's no uh, switch to turn the Wi-Fi on and off. So it's just on all the time. There's a there's a software setting, but you have to go out to the menu and then use like a software toggle to do it. Oh, the game Which, goes down okay. there now. Yep, they moved it around to the front. And the audio's there. The it's on the bottom. Gus is looking at the bottom yeah. of the device. And the now. stylus is also at the bottom now instead of the side. Mm-hmm. I like the stylus. And on it's the a side. much shorter stylus. Is it? Hmm. Oh yeah. 
Is it, it looks like the old school DS. Yeah, well, stylus. Yeah, it's a it's shorter than the last XL. I think mm. that's what I've heard. I'm going to be honest. I lost mine like <laughs> immediately. I think I had my last 3DS for about a half hour before oh. I had no idea where the stylus was. This one lasted like record time for me. Hmm. You, you need to right. get one of those um, things like they have at the bank, like old retractable. Uh, yeah. I should. Um, but the weirdest thing about it is definitely that to replace the uh, the SD card, because it doesn't take SD cards like the last one did. It takes a micro SD card, mm-hmm. so you're going to have to buy a new one. Uh, and then you have to unscrew the back. How many screws is that? Is that just two? Two screws. Two okay. little screws. You have to get the little, it's like the little tiny special computer screws. Like the iCloud Pop the back code. off and then replace the card. That's so, so dumb. Is the car, like, how, so, I, sorry, I haven't read about this. So when you take the back off... Do you just see like a micro SD card reader in there, and you just eject it? Yep, or? there's just a little thing, and you you know you you push it, and then it like pops out, and then you stick the other one in and screw the back on. And they couldn't. It's like doing open heart surgery because you have a cough. There's like all of this side now. That was a terrible. And then all of that side now with nothing on it. Why could you just do it there? But it yeah. makes me wonder. Like they moved everything down to the bottom now. Like, is there something blocking the sides here on the inside? I mean. They have put more stuff in it now that there's like NFC and stuff under the screen. They probably Why? have to move some hardware components around because Amiibos are going to start on the oh, little blips amiibos, of, of right. classic games, man. Look, I hate to defend Nintendo for anything, but I will well, give this them this. I will give them this. At least, I mean, the memory card is something you're not going <laughs> to usually take in and out of your device. If it has external access, you either have to you know, put a pretty robust little flip-down cover on there or it's just liable to pop out at any minute. So if it's in there... Now, granted, there's, there's a lot of ways they could have addressed that other than two physical screws. Yeah. Uh, I mean, cell phones have pop-off backs. I mean, that's been addressed in electronics before, but that thing isn't going anywhere. The previous 3DS had a pretty robust cover yeah, over was, the SD card. Yeah, and it was card. just and fine. I never, I've <laughs> never heard of any. I've known lots of people with 3DSs. I've never heard of anybody losing their SD card or having it pop out on them. Not even I'm nice. sure it has happened to somebody, so you don't have to tweet at me and tell me yeah. that. But I don't know anybody, and I know a lot of people with 3DSs. That's a questionable decision. I wish there was a Wi-Fi toggle, but the 3D on this thing is amazing. I saw a carry out there playing with it and it, the face tracking on it where it showed a little head icon and you moved around in the box and it followed out. I haven't seen actual 3D on it, but all right. You going to flash me? Nice. <laughs> with the, oh, the 3DS. Gonna, it's going to be hot. Menu. What do you mean? Oh. Oh, uh, so what are so you're playing uh, Majora's Mask? Is that? Um, I just got Majora's Mask, and I'm about to start playing it. Um, so, do you need to have the new 3DS XL in order to play Majora's Mask, no. or can you play on? We can play on the no, old hardware. Yeah, too? it can be played on the. The only game that's an exclusive is Xenoblade Chronicles, which isn't even out here. Yet. Okay, then I, I saw last week. I don't think we talked about it, but last week. Uh, I saw a comparison video because that's a Xenoblade Chronicles is a port of the Wii version, correct? And uh, I think that's the game I saw side by side comparisons uh, of the graphics on it on the Wii and the the 3DS, like showing, you know, what the graphics capabilities of the two were since they both have the same game. Yeah, um, I'm not sure about that. I haven't paid a lot of attention to it since it hasn't had a release date, and, and initially I didn't have one of these, so it was not a relevant game to me. See, it's good, right? Is this supposed to be 3D here? I'm gonna turn it on. Oh. All right. Wait, things are happening. <laughs> Whoa. Well, that's kind of cool. It's a with the with the previous 3DS. It's like you had to have you had to look at it at an exact angle at an, an exact distance, and if you moved at all, which 
You know, uh-huh. a lot of times we're playing this like if you're on a train or on a bus or in a car, whatever, need to kill some time. You're going to be moving just a little bit, and it was enough to completely wreck it. But this actually, that's got a camera up here that just says like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a head shape, and so it moves the 3D based on the head shape it sees. But so does like, the, the old one does the old one had a camera, a front facing camera like that as well. Does it not? The, they didn't software update it to uh, be oh. able to do head tracking. None oh no! Then. This has this has something else there too. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay, there there is some there's some new junk on there. <laughs> Shovel Knight, huh? Yeah. I will say the yeah, latency on it's great. Like Shovel Knight better on 3ds than I did on PC, which is saying something. Uh, the 3D on it's pretty cool. If you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do that kind of 3D thing, you pretty much have to have as close to zero latency as you can get with that kind of tracking. And it, I will say, it's definitely working very well, at least in the little bit that I saw there. Yeah, huge improvement. The my last 3ds. May as well have been a, just a an HD DS because I turned 3D off. I took it, but for the first five minutes I had it, I went, hmm, and then completely yeah, turned I, it off. I never used it. The only time I turn it on now is I get a new game and go, I wonder what this looks like in 3D. Oh, yeah, interesting. Cool. Turn it back no. off. Um, so but I've, this I've, I've actually been playing with it on. I forgot about Shovel Knight. I might have to. I might have to grab my three. I have to unbury my 3ds, bring it out, and so uh, good. just for Shovel Knight because that's the that's the the thing the debate I've been having in my head is. <laughs> You know, I, 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 I still don't really truly understand the purpose of this refreshed hardware. And I think about it, and I think about, like, what games would I play on the platform? Like, I like the platform. There have been good games in the past. There's just nothing compelling for me right now, I feel Maybe like. I can interest you in a game called Fantasy Life. <laughs> I played a little bit of it, and I might have mentioned it once. Are you just the twice. god of that world now? At yeah. this point, you're level 99 in everything. Oh, yeah. You get to, like, a, I think it's, like, creator level in like the, <laughs> in each of the classes if you want to. I'm not going to, but I could. Uh-huh. So um, this past week, you know, I've been really busy with uh, getting ready for Let's Play Live, which is this Friday. And uh, so I feel like I haven't been playing, dedicating enough time to play games as I should. Like, all I've really had a chance to play, I feel like, well, I, I, so I finished Game of Thrones Episode two, right? I think I was close to finishing it last week. I finished that. I'm holding off on it, and uh, I, I, I might too, be smart. Yeah. Uh, and all I've really played, other than that, has been Evolve, uh, and I'm I'm liking it. It's fine. I'm I, so rubbish at that game. I uh, I appreciate so the shit. fact that they have a solo mode because sometimes I just want to like fuck around and and you know look around without destroying the game for everyone else. Uh-huh. So it's it's easy to jump in there and do that. What? Wait, before we get too far away from it, though, because we just moved off this 3DS thing without addressing the the big thing about it that is what? weird. The, this, yeah, one of the big things about Why it. Why isn't there a charger in the box? Oh, right. Cost cutting. I mean, does that just, I mean, is that like the biggest sign of the fact that they know that their primary market is people who already own one? Or, yeah, that, or, I mean, that's or, what or they who said. own a, a Wii U, I think, because I think. It's the same charger as the gamepad. Yeah. Meg, if you buy one, you can charge your gamepad. Pad. It's not. It's Col- not. Colson, Never mind. Not. Never mind. Never mind. We're giving you a benefit. It's Never different. Mind. Backtrack. I heard someone. Uh, I think. Never mind. I heard someone. I think tell Meg that um, she could use the 3DS charger right. to charge the Wii U gamepad, but apparently it only works one way. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you what? Oh. Cool. Uh, so if they're going to do that and they're not going to give you, you know, a power adapter. Why not make it like a universal USB cable or something? You know, a cable that someone probably already has. Gus, Gus, Gus. Why would you be reasonable like that? Nintendo That's doesn't ridiculous. do non-proprietary connectors. Have they ever? They no. Used, they used to have RCA video and audio on the NES. Uh, yeah. Well, unless, they, unless Nintendo's going to start selling a Nintendo TV to go with their game devices, they pretty much had to. Mm-hmm. Other than that. But they could have had, like, the, the, <laughs> had the multi-port connector like they used on the SNES. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... 
I think they were just at that time they were a younger company trying to scramble and get that foothold, and now mm-hmm. all shall be crushed <laughs> by their weak sales and lack of third party support. They've been really weird with the 3ds. With I mean, with this new one, uh, in a couple of ways, at least in uh, North America, where we don't even get the regular size one that has like the cool face plates. Mm. And they um, initially, like after they announced that, and everyone said what the fuck? They were like, no, we just, you know, we don't think that the 3DS has reached saturation here, and uh, you know, we don't want people to be confused. And now... People and are now- already confused, you by the way. You US? <laughs> it's already happened. Nintendo didn't think you're good enough. You're stupid, apparently. Mm-hmm. You get confused. Yeah. That's your fault. I'm confused. Nintendo PR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, I guess they've now come out and like explained it even more, but they made it even more confusing. <laughs> They're like, no, we um we only brought the XL out because the XL isn't here anymore, but the 3DS is. So the 3DS, would, the new 3DS, would be confusing to some people, as opposed to, I guess, just transitioning both of the old models out. Right. You did. You transitioned one of them. Why not the other? Exactly. Why not both? Well, you know what? You can't get confused by. It's a device with no power. Yes. Not confusing well, at see, all. I think well, actually, on. if you think about it, this might be genius. What they might intend is for you to buy your 3DS, and when it runs out of power, you throw it away. <laughs> and then you Disposable. Right, and then you buy another, a yeah. new, new 3DS XL. Yeah, by then it'll be the HD remake of the 3DS XL, yeah. and then you buy that version. Yeah, yeah so the, 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 you'll just have to buy a couple. So how much does the charger cost on its own? It's like 10 bucks. So it's another 10 do bucks Do they on sell top it the... in the store? Like, I... Or do you have to order it from their website? I don't know. I have my old 3DS one. But that's the thing. is like anyone who traded theirs in either had to like keep the cable or spend an extra 10 bucks on a new one, possibly ordering it from the Nintendo website. I haven't actually been to a GameStop in a while. Yeah. I had a weird thing where um, I – so after the last time I was on the patch, I was talking about Okami, and everyone said, oh, remember, there was Okami Den. And I went, there was. So I went to get it. My first stop, 3DS eShop. Of course it'll be on there. It's a DS game. I'll just download it. It'll be amazing. Or Yeah, like that. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I went on there. Nope, it's not on there. I had to order it off Amazon. I haven't had... I've never had a cartridge in a 3DS. Hmm. Never. <laughs> until Okami Den. Why, why, is it, why would they not have it on the eShop? It makes no sense, right? They're all backwards compatible. They're a lot smaller in size mm-hmm. because they're a little bit older. They'd be the perfect thing to just throw on the eShop so that you can have easy access to them because most stores aren't going to carry DS games now either. Right. It's interesting. That's really weird. Yeah. I mean, it was easy enough to just go on Amazon and get it but and, and have it like shipped. Yeah, then you have to wait. Then I had to wait. I wanted to get it before a trip, and I didn't. It was waiting when I got back, but in the meantime, I just had, like, all these asshole new games I had to play and stuff. <laughs> oh, these pretty graphics. <laughs> <laughs> it is true, though, that Okami Den's graphics are super dated. I'm having a little trouble playing it. Well, maybe that's not why it's not in the store. You've got to wait for the HD remake. Maybe. Maybe. I've actually... No, that's not, that's, this, this is the business model with the eShop, though, is sell you old shit that you've already bought uh-huh. and just a new, more convenient... You know, delivery mechanism. Although Nintendo's actually been really good at um, putting some of their most of their new games on the eShop at the same time as, if not before. Yeah. Remember, it was uh, was it um, Zelda? I think it was a Wind Waker HD remake that came out on Wii U. I think it was out on the eShop like a week before it hit retail. You know, I I, I I'm glad they don't pull like the dick move that Disney. I don't know if they still do it. They used to do where stuff gets retired into the vault. Can you imagine if they would bring classic games out on the eShop for a limited period of time? Be like, mm. you only have two weeks to buy it before it goes back in the vault and just like 
really milk people for all the money they could. I would totally do that. Right. I would, yeah. it would work. I would absolutely buy them. You'd, you'd be like, I don't intend to play it, but if I want to play it at some point before it comes back out of the vault again, I've got to buy it now. Right. Like, this is my only chance if I want to. Otherwise, it's going to be two years. Right. <laughs> I don't think Disney does the vault anymore. I don't think you can. Now. Oh, sure they do. Yeah. They still put things in the vault every time they have, you see, you watch regular TV when they have the commercial, like, here's a limited time offer before it goes back in the vault. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't think you could do that. With the vault, you see, like, around. that's, Disney's head is in the vault, too, so <laughs> every so often it has to go back and charge them back up. They need their star power returned to them from Disney's head. That's like the plot of a Disney movie. <laughs> like, they're in search of their star power. I don't remember any Disney movies with severed heads cryogenically frozen in them, but um, it's coming The Rescuers dead. Down Under. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Some people on Twitter are pointing out that uh, you can get a, uh, a non-Nintendo charger for your 3DS, usually in-store, uh, but that voids the warranty. Using a non-Nintendo charger voids the warranty? That makes sense to me. I how, mean, a third-party charger. How can they tell if you've used one? Uh, like, we, we well, are looking through your product registration history, and you never bought a charger. You say you bought it three months ago, and now it's on fire. There you go. You probably bought a third-party charger. No, no. <laughs> the, the stuff in here caught on fire, not the charger. <laughs> I've used a bunch of the third-party chargers, actually. I'm thinking about getting one just for convenience, because you can get the third-party chargers that have a USB connector at the end. Mm. And... That would save me so much space because I have a lot of plugs with multiple USB ports for for phones and Kindles and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. It'd be so much easier to just have one, like a yeah. USB I, connector for. for I agree. This. When I travel, my laptop essentially becomes a battery for all of my USB devices. It's like, shut up, laptop. I'm not using you. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I'm just using your USB ports to charge my phone or my game system or whatever. You parasitically yeah. attach things to Screw it. Screw you, laptop. You're mm. only good to me as a country. <laughs> it's like, what could I do to turn you on with as little power consumption as possible so you just like pump out all your power via the USB port? So that's, it's just a big battery. All right. So now that we've covered the gross inadequacies of the new Nintendo platform, um, we can move on. Evolve. Right. So... Uh, I don't know if anyone else has been playing a lot. I've been playing What's pretty, your class? pretty regularly. Trapper. Trapper, okay. I like Trapper a lot. Which Trapper? Because the, the different Trappers have very different abilities. Uh, I still like Maggie the most, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, I'm, I mean, Maggie gets a dog. Yeah. She does. Daisy is one of the most useful characters in the game. Mm-hmm. Way more useful than most human players I've played with. Yes. Um, so I think, I, th- I think you know, Maggie is, uh, is the way mm-hmm. for me to go. I go Healer. I go Lazarus, mostly. Mm-hmm. I like being invisible. That's a good one, but it only that only really works if the monster is dumb. I gotta say, the, I tried the the healer character I like the best, and I forget her name, but it's the one with the grenades. It's the third character, uh, and Lazarus is cool because he can get people back up from the dead. But she has a grenade that a health grenade that will heal people, a fire grenade that'll set things on fire. But she also has the adrenaline rush. So if you get behind everybody and trigger that. Everybody goes faster, mm. which I mean, in a game where a lot of times, sometimes you kind of get that impression, like, "Wow, it's been twenty minutes and I'm still running after this monster." Oh yeah, where big is time. it? Yeah, it's uh, and I feel like they do a good job also with like the perks that you can use uh, for different game types. So normally, you know, if I'm playing Trapper, I'm normally toggling between like increased jetpack recharge and a faster weapon switching. Because I feel like if I do my jetpack, like I can just burst out there really fast and trap the monster. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm trying to be more methodical with my team, I'll do faster weapon switching. That way, 
when you see the monster, I feel like I can switch to my dome uh-huh. and trap the monster a lot more quickly. Because there's nothing more frustrating in the world than being a trapper and then trying to toggle over to the dome and watching the slow animation <laughs> of, of, uh, of switching weapons. And it's just like, it's going to get away. <laughs> Do you find, are you playing mostly with randoms? Yeah. Is that, like, easy? Because, I mean, this is the sort of game where I feel like the team coordination, everyone needs to be good at their roles and know what each other's doing. Random's not great at that sort of thing no. traditionally. It's, but I feel like it's playing hard mode. It's like, <laughs> if I can win and I'm playing with randoms on my team, I'm doing a good job. You look really excited about that. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's like a built-in hard mode. You know, this is like finding who knows what. Like, people playing the class for the first time or people mm-hmm. not paying attention to the game at all or someone giving the controller to their four-year-old little brother or something hey sometimes you have to give the controller up okay uh but i mean it's really not you want to talk about it ryan no it's all right he's so demanding with the controller uh if you know your position like if you are really good at being a trapper or really good at being a support character it's not necessarily that you need to communicate with your team if you're paying attention and you've got your little shield unit you can do your job without someone going help i'm being attacked right Uh, you can look Yes. And see who's being attacked. Visually assess the situation and respond. Shield. Yeah. That's your job. And then it, when you, you're not shielding, you drop an airstrike on it. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to shielding. That's what you do. The assault guy shoots it. Uh, so as long as you know you and you pay attention to what's going on, you don't need to talk as much. So, hey, guys. You do you. <laughs> yeah. One what, 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 what of my current frustrations with... Uh shitty support people is um in the nest mode where you're trying to destroy eggs mm-hmm. like i'll normally run up to them with my you know little hunter gun and pew 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 shoot them the smg which is really high damage actually yeah and I, but i try to get close so that i don't have a, a big spread and uh and i hate when i see that airstrike icon suddenly appear <laughs> over my head i'm like oh you, dude you see i'm standing right here hey he needs to drop that airstrike one that's the best way to level up the airstrike is to drop it on an egg and two that's gonna do way more damage quick more uh yeah, rapidly like, than give yours give me a warning it's like i have to you look got up a warning there's a big icon it. that says you're about to get hit with an orbital and strike I, invariably i get hit and All i go does flying is kick you back yeah and it's, feet. i'm like where am i like looking around confused now if it kicks you right back into the mouth of an alligator then all right maybe you had some legitimate beef there but as opposed to illegitimate beef, I yeah. feel like a black market. The for rest food. of this is illegitimate beef. It's a little green. It's the one that's been, you know you flip it over. It looks red on top, but at the, the bottom it, it's all yeah. brown. The USCA. You might have some diseases. <laughs> Can't really sell it here. But. Yeah. It, it, it's dog grade. <laughs> oh, poor dogs. They get screwed. No, they're fine. Ah, no, they got really robust intestinal tracts. They can handle that stuff. But come on, they were like carrion feeders mainly. Yeah. No. That's really depressing. Sure. Why? I'll, I'll take it. I'll bet Daisy feeds on carry-on. <laughs> Daisy will eat anything. Daisy's a badass. Except for the monster, apparently. Yeah, well, but she could, she, at least at least someone can find the monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always, follow Daisy, and we don't know what we're doing. Well, actually, that's the biggest problem you have with playing with people online, is a lot of times you really shouldn't follow Daisy. You need to look at the map and, okay, the monster's been spotted on that side, so chances are it's going this way. Mm-hmm. You have to cut it off. Yeah, you, Daisy's good for direction right? and for, like, picking up the trail. But yeah. then you have to definitely figure it out because otherwise mm-hmm. you're just going to be moving slower than the monster the whole time. You're never going to mm-hmm. catch up until they stop to eat or evolve and or eat you. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely about, like, trying to jump ahead and f- anticipate where the, the monster movement is. But stay together. Yes. Don't just jump ahead by yourself. Anticipate together. That's called snacking. Yeah. yeah, It's it's handy when you're the monster. <laughs> yeah, it really is. What monster do you play? Do you have a preference? Uh, I normally don't play the monster. I, I, like, I like playing a hunter. 
Well, you don't get a lot of control. A lot of times you're just thrown into the monster position, though. You can set your preference. Yeah. I'm not sure how much that's respected, though. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it, sometimes I, I when I jump into a game, a lot of times I'll just end up as whatever was needed, mm-hmm. more so than necessarily what I chose. Yeah, I always put monster last in the priority list, though. Mm. So I would rather be any other of the, the hunters. Yeah, I, I thought I was going to really like the monster role because, I mean, you're giant and you get rocks and you get to smash stuff. It's, you know, it's a, it's a little bit like a Giant's Citizen Kabuto. Do you guys remember that game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah what's up? Uh, but I'm, I'm really inaccurate with it. I can't throw a rock to save my life. I never Which power, it would. Yeah, I never, I never uh. put points into rock throwing. It's always like the fire breathing and the, the ground pound thing. What are you laughing at? It's just an odd statement. Just, I just I, I put I spend none of my time developing my ability to throw rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Skipping, no. Just monster things. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing them at cans, nothing. No, I have no desire to throw a rock. It's true though. Fuck it's pretty rocks. useless. Like I'm like, here's a here's a boulder the size of a house, and I can't kill the squishy human. <laughs> well, they, you know, they're jumpy. You know, they bounce about. You know, stupid jetpacks. Like you know, ants. the thing that They're I like think ants. is, the stupid thing is those harpoons. Those are useless. Yeah. I hate the harpoons. Yeah. Because th- the problem is that it's too easy for the monster to break them. Well, it's the same button that they're already mashing. It's the melee button is the same as the break, the right. uh, harpoon button. So they do it by accident. Right. A lot of times they didn't even realize they were harpooned. Yes. That's incredibly annoying. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, if you're, if you try to anticipate it, you can try to set up a trap where they get harpooned from multiple angles, but that never works. That's the thing where you have to really coordinate and you have like, okay, so we think the monster is going to come in this door. I'm going to put four harpoons, you put three arc mines, and then the support guy ready with an airdrop. And then the monster comes behind you. (laughs) You're all like looking in that direction, waiting, and it's just like the eyes appear behind you. And he's like, hey guys, what you doing? (laughs) It's like when Bugs Bunny sneaks up behind Elmer Fudd. (laughs) He's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Honey rabbits, huh? That's cool. (laughs) And then the next thing you know, he turns the shotgun around and you shoot yourself in the face. Um... Wow, that went dark. Looney Tunes. Well, yeah, he's not going to die from it. He's just going to turn like all you know, sooty. Yeah, he's going to sit face. His his hair will be all like back. Exactly, just like that. And then you just like wipe it, and you're you're back to normal. Yeah, I do wish life worked like that, where they just go, and then they're clean. I would never have to shower again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I hear you. That'd be nice. Uh, Here, I'm going to read this. Uh, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the patch is brought to you by Loot Crate. Oh, got one here. Loot Crate. Shall we play a game? Ooh, what is this, huh? Uh, it's time to break out the dice, cards, and controllers, saddle up and strategize. February's crate is dedicated to all the fun and fantastic games we love to play. From tabletop to video, board games, card games, RPGs, desk toys, and more, we put together a crate that celebrates both the boundless level of adventure, creativity, and excitement that great gaming can bring. Included will be a Loot Crate exclusive edition of a popular tabletop title, plus a, this is this is last month's, I think, uh, plus a vinyl collectible figure from Kid Robot, a best-selling novel by much be- a best-selling novel much beloved by gamers and geeks worldwide, and so much more. Pull up a seat and let the games begin. Uh, go to lootcrate.com/roosterteeth and use code roosterteeth to save ten percent on any subscription plan. Use the code roosterteeth at lootcrate.com/roosterteeth. Uh, and the last day you can. Sign up for any month's box is the 19th. So if you're watching the live stream, you still have time to get the February box. Uh, if you're listening to this the day it comes out in audio uh, or goes up on YouTube, you still have time. So you got until the 19th if you want February's box. If you miss the 19th, you got till you'll get next month's box. So again, lootcrate.com/roosterteeth. Use code roosterteeth. 
See, I love this because I feel like this is all stuff that we should be using here to fill out our our shelves next to the next to the TV down here. One of the ongoing points of contention between Bernie and me is how much I love stuff. <laughs> oh, it's Legos. But does Bernie not love he's stuff? Well, I mean, you know, he's told his stories about like throwing out game cases as oh, soon as right. he walks out of a store. I do have to sit with him. He'll throw. He'll walk out of a store with something and immediately just like stop and just throw out all this stuff. <laughs> and, and then I'm behind him going, "No, stay. Just take it." Saving everything. Yeah, he likes, he likes, he likes cool figures and stuff like that. But I'm always like, "No, but I want everything." <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what is that thing, by the way? I've been mean, I mean, dying looks to know like what a that is. Arbiter. It's a tiny arbiter. Oh, okay, cool. Um, oh. It's just- one of the other stories I definitely want to talk about this week was the fact that the person who bid that insane amount of money for the 20th anniversary PS4 backed out. Which was $128,000. And, yeah. and was for charity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so whoever it was decided not to pay for it. However, um, Sony went ahead and uh, shelled out that amount and donated to the charity. Uh, nice of Sony. Whoever you were, you were a dickbag. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. Totally I'm surprised fun. it doesn't just like revert to the next highest bid, or did someone just blow it out of the water? I don't know. Maybe was it at like two thousand dollars and like one hundred and twenty-eight thousand? <laughs> so apparently, this PS4 is going to go on display at the Sony showroom in Tokyo. Nice. So uh, it's cool. Uh, now the, the the number one. Yeah, we now now we all have a chance to see it potentially. <laughs> He's a little front heavy. There we go. Yeah, next time I'm in, I'm in Tokyo. Well, it's it, at least we know where it'll be. It's not just some random dude <laughs> bought it and it's at his uh, his house in his you know game console. And, and now that we know where it is, we can arrange to steal it. National yes. treasure style. Now I like where you're. Let's head's get at. Nick Cage on the phone. <laughs> um, so I mean, it sucks that the person made a, a bid, and, and I think we even speculated that at the time when we talked about the story previously. It's like, I think so. What are like, the odds that this guy's not going to pay for it? I mean, I you know I was coming down on the side that that they would. I mean, this is for charity. Some people have that money to to blow. I don't know who they are, but they, they Mr. Have Sony it. apparently, <laughs> uh, and you know, doing it like for a good cause and also getting you know the number one. It's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for the kids too. So the other the other big thing then. Going back to Nintendo, the other big thing that Nintendo has going for them right now is, of course, Amiibos. And there was previously a rumor that they were going to come out with gold and silver-colored Amiibos, which has pretty much been confirmed. Uh, there's a Walmart has signs. There you go. With Only a gold Mario Amiibo that's apparently exclusive to Walmart. They don't know. People don't know yet whether or not it's an exclusive Mario Party 10 bundle that you get them together, or if the Amiibo itself will be purchasable outside of Mario Party 10 because there's not much info on. The stand. Right, it's just marketed with Mario Party 10 right. at Walmart. And I don't think there's been an official announcement yet, but, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. Right, right. Yeah, I, I don't think Nintendo has actually said anything. They're being a little bit weird with the Amiibo. They also announced, like, the like the top three in terms of sales, but that also is sort of weird because a lot of them were very limited in release in the first place, so it would have no chance mm-hmm. because they're just not enough in circulation. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to buy them all anyway. <laughs> well, there's been speculation that supply constraints of Amiibos and new 3DSs have to do with the port strike uh, off of the West Coast of the United States. Uh, I believe the ports in Northern California are on slowdown due to uh, uh, union and contract negotiations. Yeah. They haven't had a right. contract since July of last year or something. Wait, it's... all these people are working off contract? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's why they, that's why they keep slowing down. Like, all right, we're going to go to work today, but so, yeah, it could be. There's a lot of supply out there in shipping containers on the west coast <laughs> that just haven't been delivered. Yeah, there's the, your um, heist. You just go and break in and then open the truck, and it's just like amiibo. No, 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 Ryan. Ooh, I hit there's, the time. There's your heist. I see. Huh? Those are the things. Huh? High street value right now with those Amiibo things. <laughs> <laughs> when that hits eBay, the price is just going to tank. Yeah. They um they actually canceled a lot of the special edition um, new 3DS XLs, like the Majora's Mask ones and maybe some of the Monster Hunter ones. Really last minute. Maybe because of that or maybe just Wait, they, they're bad they accounting. Didn't, they didn't cancel the Majora's Oh, I see what you're saying. No, they canceled yeah, yeah, some, yeah, pre- yeah. some okay. pre-orders. Not a lot of them, but it was all – the ones that were canceled were very last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know someone who works here went to um, uh, the Target down the road here to uh, buy a 3DS the morning that they came out. Mm-hmm. There was a line out there, and they only received – I think that Target only received – I forget what he said. I think he said that they only had five of the Majora's Mask ones. Whoa, that's not Ooh. a lot. And, uh, that's, like, that's, like, that's like fight, fight, fight. And so people <laughs> were lined up outside you know, until they started escorting them in to go make their purchases. And as – they were escorting everyone in to go make their purchases. Someone just ran. <gasps> and uh, so person number four in line did not get his Majora's Mask 3DS because someone else ran and grabbed it and took it. Oh, my God. What a But dick. number three and number five in line did get theirs. Yeah, that's like, huh? That's uh, that's bullshit. That's some nerd fight waiting to happen. <laughs> you, you what you don't know that. is that guy caught up to him in the parking lot. Yeah. And, uh, well, he may have walked out the store with it, but he doesn't have it anymore. Apparently there was also he, he a guy also with He also doesn't a, walk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently there was also a guy with a cape there and, like, a shoulder piece of armor. It was a, it was, it was a, a rowdy crowd from Did what I hear. Did that guy get one? Uh, I think he left to try to get a... <laughs> I like enthusiast crowds. Else. Yeah. He was, he, people were into it. Yeah. Um, I think Carrie here has the Majora's Mask one. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he, he was the guy who ran. He's the guy who ran. He, I mean, he's got a long history though. He had the um, the Link Between World ones before the Link Between Worlds one before that, and then he had the Zelda one in I think the original size 3ds as mm-hmm. well. So he's got a problem, is what you're saying, and we should have. <laughs> Doesn't he also own like every amiibo or something? Does he? Yeah, that's he what does. I hear from Control Room. Really? Really? He's got all he of them. He he had he he was talking earlier about how he wished there was an app or a service that would alert you the second. New Amiibos were up for pre-order. That way he could just go through and pre-order all of them. Nintendo loves him so much. <laughs> so do He you think- has a spreadsheet. I'm being told in my wow. ear that there's a spreadsheet that uh, he uses to keep track of them. So do you think this is just like the long play by Nintendo where they release all these things that are very scarce, very scarce, very scarce, and then they'll release a, a bigger run of them where they, you don't really run it, going to run out, but everyone will buy them up because they think, oh, they'll be gone tomorrow. i got to buy them all. That's, I, I like mean, this. Maybe. Yeah. This is a great idea. Look, this is the same culture that brought us the saying, got to catch them all. <laughs> it's a long play. Look, let's, let's be frank. We're very, very fortunate that they haven't started in with the Pokemon Amiibo yet. Because when they do, <laughs> oh, it's coming. and they will, no parents can have much. Cape and armor be guy part. will rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a two-part thing where you have to buy the ball and the Pokemon. Mm. What, what do you, and not every to, ball is compatible what, with every Pokemon for some reason. Bowl. Well, that's how they is get that? in there, right? The, <laughs> that's how Pokemon are made. Am I, am I misunderstanding? How <laughs> they're just like that. When I'm on my Pokemon and the daddy Pokemon uh, love each other very, very much. I don't feel like that was ever addressed Someone in the series. Someone tickles the balls. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, That's where I see them. Like, they throw it out there and it's like, <laughs> um, And new Pokemons are made. So, you know, last E3... Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> Last E3, I think we all talked about 
I'm sorry. I'm like three years old. <laughs> <laughs> we all talked. There was one piece of news I think from last E3 that we all talked about not understanding, and that was the hype around the remake of Phantom Dust. Oh yeah, the remake of Phantom Dust, which was a game that. I had never heard of. My I, college roommates played that all the time. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. They were huge into that game. Oh, I don't remember us talking about that. All right. I don't remember anyone. Well, now you know. I don't remember anyone uh, having heard about it. Have but apparently, you? the development studio that was working on it has uh, shut down. Oh. But the game is still in development. The game is still in development? Yeah. By who? Well, the janitor is still there, and uh, he's got a robust coding background. <coughs> um, or, is it, or is this a shutdown, like, let, irrational, let me, me, where they just fired everyone, but then they were like, ah, by the way, we're going to make it new. We I'll, still own things, though. I'll read you the, the quote here. So, um, so Darkside Games shut down. Microsoft said they're still working on the upcoming Xbox One reboot. And here's the quote um, from a Microsoft spokesperson that's not credited. Um, Microsoft partnered with Darkside Game Studios in the development of Phantom Dust, but our working relationship has now ended, a Microsoft spokesperson said. We have great respect for their studio and their work in the industry. While we do not have anything new to share on Phantom Dust at this time, we can confirm that development of the title continues. We look forward to sharing more details on the game as we get closer to release. So they probably just took the assets and shunted them off to another team. Maybe. Yeah, sounds mm-hmm. like it. Or they took it internally. Yeah. That's, that still counts. Yeah. I hear Peter Molyneux has nothing to do. Peter oh Molyneux was the subject <laughs> poor of dude. the most... Poor I dude. Mean, no, no, don't get me wrong. He should answer for what he's done. But that <laughs> was the most brutal interview I think I've ever read. Well, or, yeah. I mean, when the first question is, so why are you a pathological liar? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess he did an interview with Rock, Paper, Shotgun. And it was... It is. I think it might be the longest thing I've ever read on the internet. Because that interview was fucking long. Yeah. Um, you know, they they grill him a lot about not knowing the budget to make this mm-hmm. game and not you know fully understanding Goddess? the scope of the work. Right, yeah. that's what we're talking about. Sorry, and uh, and you know I, I feel bad for him. He should be accountable for this stuff. But what he says is true in the industry. Sometimes you don't know what's going to happen budget wise. Like you don't know you could put a programmer to work on something and it could take him an afternoon or a month later. A team could be transitioning to work in on it and. It's just a lot more money. Um, so, I mean, there are... But he has a history of not understanding this and yeah. not getting anywhere in the realm of Well, that's, that's the... I mean, the story of Peter whatever is last... Molyneux? Molyneux. Molyneux. Okay. The story of him goes back to you know the fable days it in the story right, goes fair, way back beyond the fable days well no it does fair. that's, that's the over promising days the over promising no it goes way beyond that, that too i mean let's look he was at off black my radar white. before that was a good game it was a good game but that's yeah. not to say he didn't over promise because he did that's fair but uh, i'm sorry go on uh, and then i'll and then i'll well i mean i was just gonna say he's i mean it's not bad to have a dreamer when it comes to games. Like, you want somebody to have the big ideas. You want them to think up to the limits and beyond of what the technology can do. The problem with Peter is, if can I call you Peter? <laughs> uh, he tends to take that dream and present it as fact, as deliverable. As, right. This is something I can give you. I promise. If you put just a few dollars in my pocket. Yeah. Uh, and he needs to learn the distinction there between what I want to do and what I can do. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the the, the the real story here is you can't have your super crazy creative dreamer be the person that conveys that message to the public. You know, that person needs to drive the team and give them a vision. But then you've got to have people on the team who 
figure out what's possible yeah. or not, and then you have someone else come out and be the spokesperson and so, deliver the messaging. Yeah, the way I see it is that if um, that you don't necessarily want that person to be the person in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, have them like as yeah, you know, creative, creative director, director and all yeah. that stuff is really really great, but having that sort of person in charge can be a problem. Yeah, all creative Mommy, directors are crazy. All every Bernie. single one of them. He's not here. <laughs> he's, he's off being crazy. He's off being crazy somewhere. He's probably, he's probably naked in a desert. <laughs> Picture that. Uh, Abby, is that what happened? Is happening? Do you have inside information? Is he naked in a desert? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> all right. Um, we but, get you. Wink. <laughs> Manu has a long history of making really, really great games too. You know, he did you know Populous and and the original Dungeon Keeper, not the uh, microtransaction laden one that came out. The thing is that on a lot of those, he wasn't the guy in charge. And it's sort of when he became the guy that I think a lot of that started going off the rails. But that said, even with games that have been overpromised sometimes to a severe degree, I really enjoyed them. I know, I know people didn't like Fable 3. They, I don't know why. I loved it. I thought it was an amazing game. I loved Fable 2. Okay, Gus, Gus, can, Gus no. can explain to me in just a There's minute. There's a head shake. Black and white, I thought was amazing. I mean, I did teach my animal to, like, you know, poop in the granary a lot and then slap her a little bit and then feel yeah. bad about it. So it was, a very, <laughs> it was a very complicated emotional journey for me. But um, <laughs> even if it was overpromised, I loved that game and the ones that have come since. Haven't played Goddess, didn't play Curiosity, but... I mean, I guess as long as I enjoy the game, I don't really care what he overpromised. I care on what was delivered, and mm-hmm. I like those games. Yeah, I think now we finally reached a point where he's really not delivering much of anything. Well, he stepped over a line. He, he did leave Lionhead, so he left a uh, lot of his resources, and so now he may be trying to deliver on enormous promises without the resources to do so. He stepped over a line where he directly took money from consumers without a finished product. And that's, I mean, that's the story of a lot of things on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you say, here's direct, I, I am telling you that if you give me this money, you, the consumer, not you, the publisher, you, right. the, the larger that can take a hit and still turn a profit. Uh, if I promise you directly, I'll give you, for 20 bucks today, I will bring you a case of beer tomorrow. And then I show up with an empty bottle and like, hey, man. Stuff happened. That beer would have been great. If I'd really just asked for a little more money, but you can't really do that, you know, because if I'd asked you for the 40 bucks, because I had to cover my fuel costs, uh, if I'd asked you for that 40 bucks, you wouldn't have given me the 40 bucks. So I just asked for the 20, and this is what you get for 20. Or you can uh, do what Double Fine did and be like, eh, you get half a game, and then at some point we'll finish the game based on like sales of the first half of the game, and I'm still waiting for the second half of Broken Age. It's coming, isn't it? Theoretically. Ashley looks intense. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want, I want the second half. And, you know, they did that where they, mm-hmm. they over-designed. Um, you know, they, they blew their goals out of the water. So they jumped up the game and then realized that what they jumped it up to, they couldn't make for what they had. So now we have, I'm still sitting with half of a game that wasn't meant to be episodic. Mm-hmm. So at least, you know... You know, Molyneux release on early access. There's a lot of stuff that hasn't been put in there yet. Well, the the, the question now is whether or not it ever will be put in there. Right. Because oh. they've also said that the team has shrank down significantly and that most everyone has moved on to the next title already. 
That's bad. Yeah, that's and there's like, no money left either. Right? Yeah, there's no money left. And I think there's mm-hmm. only like two people left on the team mm-hmm. still really working on it, which makes you wonder like, okay, well, that's not really working on it, is it? Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on what they're doing, but yeah, probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably won't get to the scale. Yeah, I mean, so there was a, a mobile version, and apparently he originally had said he'd never signed with a publisher, but he signed with a publisher just to get a mobile game out, allegedly to kind of help keep the other one going. But yeah, the Steam release is a 53% completed Somewhere early access, uh, and you know who knows when there'll ever be anything past that. That's too bad. I saw the, the, um, the early access trailer, and... I decided to wait on it because early access, uh, it's mostly, I mean, it's hit or miss, but for me, it's mostly miss, so I was going to wait on it. It looks cute. I like the I like the art style. It's a shame that it, that it might not come to completion. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Well, we'll find out. I mean, I, we, this is something we've been talking about for a long time, ever since the curiosity thing and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So it's it's been curious to curious. it's been interesting to watch it develop over all this time. So, and I'm sure we'll we'll get closure on it. Sooner rather than later, I suspect. Oh, you think? I think so. You think someone's going to be come out of the the graveyard with a shovel and be like, "Well, that one's done." Well, <laughs> my bad. Uh, well, since he said he's never going to talk to like it, you know, publicly speak again, I'm not sure who's left. Maybe like the other guy who's working <laughs> on it. Yeah, he's now the, the he's now their public representative. Well, well, hey, maybe that guy's more of a realist. Yeah, just got to convey the message. Uh, you got to filter out the crazy right. ideas and convey the message, I should say. Um, Still like the crazy ideas. Do you follow the uh, Peter Molyneux account on Twitter? I don't. I see it's people really retweet funny. it every now and then. The parody Peter Molyneux account. Yeah, it just comes up with games that are just utterly ridiculous. And I'm like, <laughs> I could still see that being a game. Mm-hmm. There was um, something similar for the SNL, uh, the, the, the SNL 40th anniversary that just came up. Mm-hmm. Where they did like a horror movie by Wes Anderson. Oh, that was great. About yeah. Home Intruders. And I was like, I would watch that movie. I would play some of those games, too. Yeah. They're utterly bizarre, and I don't care. <laughs> um, so there was news this past week about, uh, who was it? Was it Zenimax sending a cease and desist to the developer of an indie game called Fortress Fallout because they didn't want confusion between that indie game and the Fallout series. And not just any indie look, game. Let's look. There could be some confusion <laughs> here. I could see mm. why people might think that these two games are in the same universe. Once One you see the, the picture, but, you know, who really looks at pictures anymore, Gus? That's not how Let you play a game. Let me present you a world in which people will just search for the word Fallout, fallout and just buy it. <laughs> or if you say, put the word Amiibo on it, and people will just well, buy it. Amiibo's a word that they made up. So Amiibo they is can a pretend that. word. Yeah. Hey, do you know for certain that Fallout was a word before the first game came out? <laughs> were you around? I mean, you were, but... Do, do you, you want to talk really about know? it? Do yeah. you have proof? Was it in the common parlance before then? Where, you know, nuclear weapons manufacturers can no longer we, refer to particular <laughs> <laughs> nuclear materials. Didn't we just come from a Cold War? <laughs> Not well. We it's just sort of came the inspiration. Out, we just the came out of it. The Cold War just ended. Wow. I mean, <laughs> relative to the length of the human existence, sure. Yeah, it's like yesterday. So, um, and of course, you know, this story made me think back to when they sent a cease and desist to Mojang. Because they were working on the game Scrolls, saying that that would be confusing with Elder Scrolls. By the way, does let's take a poll. Does anybody has anyone been confused about the game Scrolls, thinking it was an Elder Scrolls game? Let us know. Maybe a lawyer <laughs> looking for uh, looking for uh, an, an easy lawsuit. Like, hey, that is a word in our title as well. 
I think we should own that. Well, I mean, well, Candy Crush was right. the, the infamous one recently. And Saga. Uh-huh. It's awful. There are way too many. Like, I, I can see, you know, wanting to protect your intellectual property if someone's making something that's a ripoff. But come on, man. Sometimes these awards are just words, you know? It's just... you you you. I don't I don't see how they can be protected. Candy for a fucking video game? I mean, I don't want to get back down that rabbit hole. We talked about that for months. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Well, and the um the one of the interesting things about this case in particular too is it's not just like a totally random indie dev. It's Captain Sparkles. It is Captain Sparkles. <laughs> and, and the community picked the name. The community picked the name Fortress Fall. And we should also note that uh, Valve isn't being like, hey, I can be confused with Team Fortress. Right. It's true. It has just, like, I mean, it's using one of the words, and guess what? They're like, now it's a different game. We get it. He should change the name to Fortress Team (laughs) and see if if that uh, makes anyone angry. Oh, my God. Now I'm curious. Has there been really no other game ever with Fallout in the title? Mm. Anywhere in the title? Other than the Fallout series? I mean, I can't think of one right now off the top of my head. You put me on the spot. I guess maybe they just like the idea that... only we'd research this ahead of time. If you search for Fallout game, you will only get games probably that are in the Fallout series. Uh, And I guess they do own a trademark on that word as as it pertains to video games. Also, keep in mind that uh, that Bethesda is... um, as Captain Sparkle's lawyers put it, notoriously litigious. So this, this may not be the first time I they've think, gone after games. It may just be the first time that the internet's been around to I take I think out. legally it. speaking, it's Zenimax. Z- it's, yeah, there's Zenimax Online Media, Bethesda Softworks, and Bethesda Game Studios. Yes. But I think the people with this lawsuit are Zenimax. They seem like a weird setup. Yeah. Like that entire thing. So there's it, it, it's like, game studios, but like Zenimax owns them, but they're the only thing Zenimax owns. It's almost like Zenimax was cre- – I don't know. It's like you walk I into a lawyer's they office now do stuff and the receptionist a- is there and it's obviously the lawyer with like a fake mustache <laughs> and like glasses like, I'll buzz you in right now. And then they disappear <laughs> and they like run into their office and they take off their disguise. It's like, you're the person that was out there. Like, no, that's a totally different person. No, sir. I'm a totally distinct legal entity. <laughs> yeah, that is what it feels like a lot of the times. I mean, you know, now that they've got Elder Scrolls um, online from ZeniMax Online Studios, it's, I guess, starting to diversify and they're working with Shinji Mikami on, you know, the Evil Within games mm-hmm. and, and those. So, they're starting to get there, but it still feels very much like Bethesda yeah. and has for years. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, also the fact that they're partnered so closely with id now helps drive some more distinction yeah. between, the, between the brands. So, so, so I'm, on the, I'm on the fake mustache side. <laughs> so talking about id makes me think about these, this um, Doom mod I saw. Why am I, I feel like every week I'm talking about Doom mods now. Uh, last they get a resurgence. Last week I talked about the guy who did the, his own effects with his uh-huh. voice and replaced all the sounds in the game this week uh i guess there was a i was gonna a, do one of those for skyrim with gavin but i couldn't figure out how to make it like all i could figure out like a couple of sounds but not all of them and went yeah <laughs> well this week there's a, a mod that adds a selfie stick and instagram functionality into doom so you can <laughs> use a selfie stick stick to take pictures of yourself as you banish the minions of hell on a space station in mars all right, well, maybe maybe it's because I'm I'm I guess too old for Instagram, but you got to tell me honestly, does anyone use those filters? They are all awful. You're using them right there. You yeah, but I mean on actual pictures. Yeah, like, people use them all the time. So they hate good pictures, is what you're saying. Um, I think. I think the, way, the what those filters are meant to do is cover up the badness of pictures. Oh, 
So the less you see of most of those things, the better, really. Right. You know, it sort of gives it an atmosphere so that you're like, no, no, no. The graininess is yeah, an so effect. If, if you're art. If you're going to get in bed with me, you turn the lights off first. There you go. Same thing. Like, this is what I look like heavily filtered. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've got makeup on right now. The lights are a little too bright. Mm. No idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to create a mood. Bow, bow, yes. bow. Just like that. Um, so another bit of news. Um, so we're running. We're starting around a lot of time. We've got a few minutes left. Uh, another bit of news I want to talk about before we wrap up this week is World of Tanks coming out to the Xbox One. Yeah, after wow. being on the Xbox 360. What do you mean, wow? I mean... Just like haven't heard world world of tank news in a long time. Uh, I guess yeah. I mean they they came out in the 360. Uh, I mean I I only know this because I looked this up after they made this announcement. But uh, apparently on the 360 version, the last year they've done 5.4 million downloads. See, this is actually that my wow was driven by the fact that when you first said that, I thought you were announcing the 360 finally coming out because oh. I remember the beta. I have no recollection of it releasing as a full game. It was uh, yeah, it came out late last summer. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah. You know, it's finally coming out. Hmm. Homeworld. Homeworld. It is. So excited! It goes out next week. What? Uh, what platforms is that on? Is that just PC? PC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you play that game with yeah, a controller. Yeah, that's, that's why I, I, I started no asking the question. Whatsoever. I thought, is this a stupid question? <laughs> yeah. I um I went to Gearbox not last week. Yes, last week. Oh my god, time is getting away from me. Um. I, I actually emailed them and I was like, I was like, look, I really like Homeworld. Can I like, I want to come by and talk to some people? Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, sure. Did so you actually I, twirl your hair when you were, you did that when you I were was, just I saying was, that? I was, I was over email. You can't do that over email. It just doesn't read. You could properly. do it. It just doesn't read. Yeah. You go, like, hair twirl. Super <laughs> professional. Uh, but I managed to go, I went up to the offices and like interviewed a bunch of people. I learned so much stuff and I got to play the game for, for a while. Oh, how was it? Oh my God. It's so good. I remembered all my hotkeys, like my creating <laughs> groups. And it's weird. It looks exactly the way I remembered it mm-hmm. until you see the classic version and go, Ugh. oh, yeah, my memory. Is, it's like an Instagram filter. It's like an Instagram filter. <laughs> um, Good I'm, one. I'm looking up the system requirements for Homeworld. You don't happen to know them by any chance. I'm talking about uh, Nope. It's... I know that they run on the computer in Bernie's office. They run on the computer at home and they run on. My little. Uh, I mean, they just bumped it up razor. to the the Homeworld Two engine, which is still a decade old. So it'll probably well, run on a TI eighty three at this they point. They did, but it's it's highly modified. Mm-hmm. Like they've done a lot with it, and they all, like like they threw everything they could at it, like ship to ship shadows and God rays, and they completely God redid rays. the way that uh, that the the world, like the world space, mm-hmm. is built, and it looks it looks incredible. Well, the awesome thing about doing stuff in space is there's just a lot less scenery, generally speaking, that you have to deal with. Now, there may be a lot more props if you're going through an asteroid field or a debris field or something like that or nebula. But in most cases, you just have a really pretty backdrop and there's not really anything else between you and the bad guy. One of the things that I actually really liked about Homeworld when it first came out was that it was really pretty. It wasn't just like, look, it's dark space and there's some stars really far away and maybe there's a planet over here it was it was very much like in nebulas which is like ribbons of color and all this sort of stuff and they've taken that and then like turned it to 11 and it looks amazing yeah the system requirements are not crazy on this actually it requires i mean minimum vista 2.4 gigahertz dual core processor two gigs of ram 
uh, GeForce 8500, Radeon 2600. I think that's just like the the rock bottom. If you're running Windows, you can run the game almost yeah. level of requirements. I, I don't I don't see the recommended requirements on here. Otherwise, I'd be reading those. So that doesn't need to be crazy. It's yeah. the same as the minimum requirements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it runs. It's great. It looks amazing. The gameplay is awesome. They did do a couple of things, so there are like a few tweaks as far as gameplay goes in that um, they redid the UI because mm-hmm. I guess the, the UI of the original uh, they felt wasn't very accessible. Probably would have been very low res too. I doubt they vectorized it. So it would have been like 680. Yeah, that too. I guess the um, I guess um, in Homeworld 2 they had a lot of um, like a like much more to the UI. Mm-hmm. And so they had to strip all that out because that wasn't going to go to 4K. Uh-huh. So they, they kind of redid the UI, but it looks nice. It's like really... It's it minimal. looks classy. Yeah. It's minimal, so you don't really notice it until you're like, oh, I need to do a thing. And then you go, aha. <laughs> and it works really great. The sad thing, the thing that that, that makes me like the saddest about this whole thing is it doesn't include Cataclysm. They lost mm. it. They lost it. So, it's like um, the Saturn V rocket. Nobody yeah. knows how to do it anymore. <laughs> I, that was one of the things I asked him about. I was like, no, Cataclysm, it's so sad. But it turns out that it was, it was actually developed by Barking Dog, not Relic. Mm-hmm. And they just... Never delivered the source code. No, nobody can find the source code to Homeworld Cataclysm. And while look, I admit the story was the a little cushions. bit hokey, yeah, what's there? Someone, yeah. And Somewhere. then the studio burned down. It was the weirdest thing, and no one had backups offsite. What's weird is probably somebody somewhere does have that source code. I mean, they when got they, a shoebox under their bed, like hey, someday this you, will be worth money. You make jokes, but that's <laughs> they ended up getting a whole bunch of like the original concept art and the music dat tapes from the original Homeworld creators that had just squirreled this stuff away. So it could exist somewhere it might be in a shoebox under someone's bed so if you were a developer and you worked at barking dog was that it mm-hmm. uh, check under your your bed check your shoe boxes you might have uh homework cataclysm source code in there also if you have want to, that shit back have me working on a game at all just steal everything you don't know when that'll be necessary <laughs> all right just take it all home they may thank you someday like yeah. oh we lost our backups thank god you kept it <laughs> in a shoe box under your bed all right we're, we're out of time we got to wrap up right but don't actually do that that's, uh, that's illegal. That's illegal. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Illegal. Uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll be back on uh, Monday with another episode. Of R- oh, sorry. We'll be back with On the Spot tomorrow, Thursday, Monday, RT Podcast. With Funhouse. Next Wednesday. Funhouse. Uh, Funhouse Fun will be on On the Spot this Thursday because they're going to be here anyway for Let's Play Live on Friday. All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. Bye. Toodles.